0: Are you as dumb as me? Probably not, because I'm the most smartest. That's why I decided, not them, me, to use Anchor.fm for our podcast. It's been the most easiest way for us to do our thing. You view. Also, it's free, and we've established that I'm broke, right? Oh, no? Well, I am. And I bet you are, too, if you're thinking about starting a podcast. I bet you're so broke that you don't even have a custom-built home studio with your broke ass. Doesn't matter, because Anchor FM works right off your phone or your computer. That's right. I know what you're thinking. Crazy Uber ramblings. podcast that you've been bowling around in your head for a little while now. It's possible. Hey, guys, so where are we going today, guys?
1: Hey, can we go to that place, uh, Pulaski, Tennessee, where the birthplace of, um... I, I...
0: No. Could you please exit My vehicle, sir. Thank you. And something amazing like that will be immediately put out everywhere. Not only the biggies, but places you don't even know exist. Breaker, Overcast, Radio Public. What the even are fuck those? Fuck is it? I don't know. Now let's talk money. I knew that gets your attention. You can make money with no minimum listenership, right? So let's think about Uncle Jimmy Ray. I love it. He loves it so much that crazy Uber Ramplings. He starts paying a monthly subscription, and companies start paying you to talk about their shit. Now you're rolling in it. So are you the smartest and want to use a site that has all you need in one place? Then you should use Anchor.fm. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. Come on, dummy. Do it.
2: Hello and welcome to another episode of Friends Facts and Fiction. As always, this episode is made possible by our local convenience stores, the misappropriation of history, and you! And now to your hosts, Justin Hammonds, Grant Bramlett, and Drew Shelner.
3: What up? what's happening world this is friends faction fiction podcast episode 12.2 blackout series continue um i'm justin hammonds looking at drew show what up and grant bramlett hey 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 and we still attract shoot shorties out here and we still got the homie kevin worm with us hola 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 photos by worm check my boy out uh you want to give any of your tags out like your instagrams and all that no,
4: nah, plug I don't anything. Really, <laughs> I don't really uh I don't really have any tags. Photos by I, worm. That's I enough. got you. Photos by worm. Kevin Worm. Yeah. And that's W-U-R-M. W-U-R-M. Yeah. Absolutely.
3: Man. The homie's out here active, as we heard on the prior episode. Mm-hmm. It's the homie. Um, illustrious guest. Um, uh, but we're gonna keep it rocking, man, giving these hot facts. I believe we left off um right before Jim Crow. Uh, On the last episode. That's right. So we can keep rocking straight into these hot facts.
0: So just to define it or or put it into context, whatever you want to call it, uh, Jim Crow laws were state and local laws that enforced racial segregation by white Southern Democrat dominated legislatures. To disenfranchise and remove political and economic gains made by Black Americans during Reconstruction, this fucking lasted until 1965. Yeah. By the way, think about you know anybody born in
3: 1965? <laughs> I know a lot <laughs> of <laughs> people <laughs> <turn> born <laughs> anybody before born in 1960, 1950 know even. Yeah. Think about that. Bro.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Think about their mental issues right, right. and. Like, and how they see the world right yeah. now.
4: You know what I mean? Yeah, Not to make crazy. this political, but uh let's make America great again. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> My guy. Well, we're going to have to
3: after
0: <laughs> we all this uh last
1: I, three years of bullshit. I'm pretty
0: yeah. sure that's already happening, right? Yeah, if right. we're talking about Jim Crow, right? they are making America, quote unquote, great again. Right. <laughs> if you think about it. That's their version of it. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It, 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 this shit started in the 1870s. <laughs> Right. In in a very whitewashed, uh, sanitized way, uh, these now instituted as laws, Mm -hmm. all these practices were extra legal, right? Yeah. Until the massively famous Plessy versus Ferguson case that upheld these practices in 1896, right? Yeah. The whole separate. But equal bullshit. bullshit. Yeah, yeah, definitely.
3: Mm. Man, it's wild. like I know the Plessy versus Ferguson thing, but every any time I hear Ferguson,
0: I just think about St. Louis, bro. Every mm-hmm. time, sure. Mm-hmm. Every time now, yeah. You know I mean, like uh, anyway. So this legal principle of separate but equal racial segregation was extended to public facilities and transportation, including the coaches of uh, interstate trains and buses, uh, where White and black Bibles were established yeah. Yeah. in court. Like if you're swearing on a Bible, you can't in touch court, the same Bible, bro. They had a white Bible and a fucking black Bible. Like we all know about the water fountains, mm-hmm. but it, it, that's fucking insane to yeah, me right. to think about the fact.
1: No, yeah, separate but equal. Right, equal my ass. <sighs> well, if I mean, no and you know, sense. I mean, this is maybe <laughs> so me speaking out of terms because I'm not. Um, a black american but if i was a black american i wouldn't be putting my hand on a fucking bible anyway Mm. hot take yep hashtag super hot (laughs) hashtag hashtag um (laughs) hashtag future future oppression but we gonna slide up out of there slide
3: up out of there
0: So during this time period, uh, black Americans were supposed to step off the sidewalk for white Americans, never look a white person in the eyes. And God forbid a black American look anywhere near a white woman. Yeah. Right? I mean, that... Do not seek the treasure. Consistently Mm -hmm. was a major issue, right? If a black man ever looked at a white woman some bad but, shit but then they, kinda,
3: then they kind of then they kind of sideways glorify it in all the tales they tell you know what i'm saying like
0: i think that was reinforcement of that idea yeah. you know
3: king fucking king kong fucking all right uh <laughs> refination like literally yeah the L- 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 white woman
4: is yeah. the is the thing right you know what i mean like I it's, it's the object it's of weird, desire it's yeah it's weird mm-hmm. man and also psychological battle
0: psychological war The damsel in distress, right? And then the villain is the black person, you know, pursuing her in such a horrible way, right? It's fucking weird, man.
4: Makes me look at King Kong a different way. (laughs) Yeah, you (laughs) didn't think about that? (laughs) What are they trying to say? Exactly, (laughs) bro. Exactly.
3: (laughs) Go and get this beast from a foreign land (laughs) and bring him to the States and all he wants is a
4: white woman. Right, and all he wants Mm. is a white woman. See that shit?
1: That's back into uh, into
3: that BBC.
4: Mm Mm-hmm.
3: Tell you what, and not the British Broadcasting Company.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: anyway.
3: <laughs> <laughs> anyway. You slide, yeah, yeah, right. slide, yeah. slide up out of that. Yeah, Slide up out
1: we're we going to slide out of that. One more there. time. One more time. Hey. Oh, hey. All
0: right. <laughs> the unfortunate thing is that like, the, the facilities that were uh, established for, for Black Amer- Americans were consistently inferior and underfunded. Always. Oh, right. yeah. You know, I mean. Yeah. Still. Yeah. Right. And still. And you, sometimes you, there were, take, no. You basically take the best of it, give them the worst of
3: it. We're right. separate, but we're equal, right?
0: Right. You know what I mean? But other times there were no facilities for them, right? Uh, uh, as a body of law, Jim Crow institutionalized economic, educational, and social di- disadvantages for African or, as I like to say, black Americans living in the South. Yes. You know? Because to, to this day, like Tommy Worm said, to this day, bro. Yeah. It's still happening. And a way to enforce these that are now laws during this time period, lynching was the pre- preferred way to establish
1: that uh Make a point. And, and yeah. essentially. To make yeah. a point, yeah, exactly. It was yeah. up to
3: like three a week, wasn't it? Like yeah. Three or four a week. On It'd average, be- that's just the average. At minimum,
1: and that and that's
0: what was recorded. That's just the beginning, though. Mm. Three a week, right? It's fucking crazy. They would publish these lynchings in local papers, right? And that was the main attraction, bro. Yeah, but you would put on your Sunday's best yeah. to go see a black
4: man hang yeah. from a
3: tree. Exactly. No, seriously like though, up. like seriously. But they would they would take souvenirs. Like they would try to take a piece of clothing from <laughs> this black dude. They would fucking take Teeth. bones. Yeah, but all type of yeah. shit. Bro. Flesh. They would have picnic. Baskets with them. That's where the go- word picnic yeah. came from. Yeah,
4: exactly. Pick a nigga. Pick a nigga.
1: Yeah. No, 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 no wow. seriously. It's real. Yeah. Real life. Wow. Treated us
4: like fruit, but would step on us like trash. It's fucking crazy, bro.
1: That's true. It's real, and that's fucking hard to swallow. Yeah, it's horrible.
0: So, I mean, let's keep in mind that these human beings that were being lynched are only, aren't only men. Yes, yeah, women, know? children. It's and a, it's crazy. it wasn't always a rope over the limb of a tree, right? And a good instance of that is that in 1892 in Memphis, a prominent black American business owner, Thomas Moss, threatened a nearby white competitor. See, the, the, the verb is there, threatened. Nah, I
3: was thinking the same thing. It's right. like, damn, that could be he's just anything. trying to make a way. Right. He's trying to make a way,
4: too. Right. Like, mm-hmm. damn.
1: like. But anyway. Yeah, but this calls you black, you threatening. Yeah, right? That's literally what <laughs> they're watch out Watch Now, hell.
4: That bleeds into into today yeah. as well. No, straight up. Oh, yeah. Okay.
3: So, if, if you're successful at the same thing, you're threatening. Like, like, uh-huh. No, bro. Right. We're, let's collab. How about that?
1: Uh, right. <laughs> like, it's one of those, uh, yeah, crazy, like, uh, change, what change, what you talking about?
3: Yeah. Situation. It's fucking well. But, anyway, he threatened a white Yeah, and, and
1: this happened to a point where
0: a, a white mob ended up attacking his business, right? That's crazy. So Moss and his partners took up arms to defend themselves, and that is something that I do want to um, really bring to attention in the sense okay. that everything we've been talking about, uh, the, most of the last episode, right, yeah. is white people showing up with weapons, right, guns mm-hmm. and, and, and whatever. Nine out of ten times these, these black Americans... It, whenever they take up arms, whenever they pick up a weapon, they're just trying to defend themselves. There's, oh. there's not the hold their ground, stand their ground, bro. Like situation of trying to destroy the country or overtake anything or whatever. It's, it's literally just a situation of I need to protect myself, yeah. mm-hmm. my business, my mm-hmm. property, BMI. my family. Right. Yeah. But know?
4: it's, it's a, it's a rock between a hard place because if, if we have the need to pick up a weapon once we pick once we pick up that weapon mm. now we have given every right to uh to to be fired upon yeah. pretty mm-hmm. much cuz now yeah we're threatening yeah. now you're it's violent, violent. Now, now you're we have a gun yeah. you see what i'm saying no they're, they're, matter what the situation yeah. was the story in the paper mm-hmm. is he had Arm a gun black man.
3: armed on Arm black man, black man armed thug no, no, um, yeah.
4: no not to mention that you know uh Moss's competitor was threatened Right. That yeah. Moss had a gun. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what I'm That's the whole point. Yeah.
0: And, and the sad thing is, is that if we can maybe think like in 1892 in Memphis, okay, that yeah. kind of makes sense. Yeah. But the problem is, is that that is still the story today. To in 2020. Yeah. Exactly, bro. You know. Straight up, it's wild. They ended up losing, right, and they were all taken to jail a lynch mob took them from jail, drugged them from their cells and laid Thomas Moss on a rail line.
3: See, this shit's so crazy. So the lynch mob just goes up into the jail... Snatch these motherfuckers out there so well probably they probably just like yeah come on in here's the key. I'm sure they probably. let them in. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, you're talking <laughs> about, let me step back on that. Never mind. You, you yeah. say that, yeah. I'm like,
4: where's the key yeah. in this whole situation?
3: It, it, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, <laughs> they just go snatch dude out. It's like, oh, they probably just let them Yeah, in. you're talking about sure. a, a yeah.
1: lawful, lawless society yeah. at this point. Yeah. Exactly. So these yeah. are people wild they deputize to kill black people. So right. oh, yeah. yeah.
0: Anyway. And asked him if he had anything to say. And he said, Tell my people to go west. There is nothing for them here. Facts. I feel like that now. And afterwards, they shot him in every way that any white person was shot. That night. During that skirmish. That's right? good. During that fight. In the eye, in the head, in the chest three times. Mm-hmm. It, several other S- ways. I mean, just, man. you're, at this point, just. Literally beating a like, dead
3: horse. Th- like the way, way they or... see it as like ceremonial to like pay respect that way is just so fucking twisted. And it, mm-hmm. it's just wild, bro. It's like
1: eye for an eye it's disturbing. shit. Too. Yeah, it's disturbing. Yeah, disturbing. You know? Yeah. yeah. It's very disturbing. It's like Gandhi that said uh oh, eye addresses. for an eye. Oh. The whole world goes blind, yeah. Who leaves yeah, the whole world blind? Facts. A, uh, a friend fact. of his, though... Gandhi uh, was cool, but he was racist. I was uh, going yeah. to say... I, I didn't want to fact check <laughs>
3: myself. <but laughs> yeah. I feel like
4: that motherfucker was racist. Yeah, he was yeah. for sure. Yes, he
3: actually, he, yeah. he was nice old namaste motherfucker, but he was racist as hell. He uh, stay anyway. away from that food. And uh, you can... Go fact check that yourself. Anyway, <laughs> stay away
4: from the food.
1: Yeah, <laughs> stay away from the food. Indian food's fire, baby. Yeah, that well, maybe be, you, you, you know, honestly, a, on a side note, that may <laughs> Just have like you that may have that <laughs> <laughs> that may have that been, been a reason why Gandhi stopped eating because he was tired of the ring of fire. You oh, you're talking about the too much aftermath of, after- of yeah, yeah. that spicy chicken curry. <laughs> too, too much <laughs> of that. <laughs> talking
4: about the porcelain throne. <laughs> too, too
1: much of that lamb vindaloo got up in there. <laughs> oh, there, you go. there
3: you go. That's spicy
1: level yeah. eight. <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. Straight
1: up. I'm going to need some more
3: naan. Yeah, uh, yeah, all <laughs> that.
0: Anyway, I'll shut up. So well, uh, a anyway. friend of Moss's was a woman named Ida B. Wells. A oh, oh. very oh. prominent civil so rights yes. journalist. Who that is. Yeah. Uh, she was a writer for the Memphis Free Speech and uh, took his last words and ran with it and published a whole bunch of shit, actually, talking about... She wanted atrocities. to give a voice. Like This is yeah. like
3: the first like civil rights uh, journalist like movement happening here. Kind of, yeah. She's getting a voice to yeah. the... She's putting the surrealness to it. Like, this is really happening. Right. This, this mm-hmm. shit right. is like real life. It's not some hearsay on the street. This is real life. Yeah. Uh, Wake the fuck up and listen. It. She's documenting. Yeah. And the South hates that shit. The South hates
0: when you talk the truth about the South. Bro. Right. And you know what I'm saying? A, right. To the point in which they burned her offices... And printing press to the ground. That's crazy. Kicked her out of Memphis and said if she ever came back, they would kill her. Mm. They would lynch her mm. if she ever came back. That's crazy. So, you know, that's just one story of this massive amount of violence and, and, and persecution against uh, black Americans. So a lot of them did flee to the to the north and the Midwest, right? Of course. And in the few instances where they were able to um, actually live and, and flourish, that happened, you know? Yeah. It, it changed the like, economic and political and cultural aspect of America. It
4: was the like great a, migration. It, it was a boom. Yeah. You know? It was, it was, it was the, was the, the,
3: second, the yeah. second passage. Yeah. You feel me? It was. Uh, and, you know, to quote one of the OGs, you know what I mean? Langston Hughes. Um, if you don't know about Langston, please check him out. Harlem Renaissance is a major step in uh, black people being uh, very prominent in culture. Um, Langston Hughes is one of those leaders. And I want to quote him real quick because this, this is literally what we're talking about. It's like, he says, Langston Hughes says, I tire so of hearing people say, let things take their course. Tomorrow is another day. I do not need my freedom when I'm dead. I cannot live on tomorrow's bread. Ooh. Mm. So he literally took themselves and was like, I can't yeah. I can't wait for tomorrow. I gotta right. go now. Like is right. this is it's so I gotta go now. Yeah. And he grasps that idea with that quote so well. Um, but that's just one of many, yeah. many of Langston Hughes' uh poems and quotes that you can look The up. first first rapper. Yeah. I mean he's OG bro uh, he's, he's OG for sure And he had that nice little uh, That laid to the side He way That you rocked for a while Ooh, that boy yeah, yeah. You rocked that park, for a while the yeah. side
4: With the yeah He was yeah. the first Drake Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Boom
3: <laughs> Boom I think we mentioned Drake On like every episode <laughs> Holy shit
0: oh, that's, but, that's good, that's but, good. Um,
3: but yeah man uh, Langston Hughes and Frederick Douglass Did actually influence my hairstyle That I had like five years ago Oh anyway yeah. Um but yeah, man, and is known as the Great Migration, and some may say the second passage. You know, yeah. was the first middle passage. Some might say again because yeah. when they were leaving and going these places, they're in danger town, bro. Like, you literally, you're migrating, but you don't know if it's safe. Sure, what
1: you're going, you yeah. got
3: to you got to you gotta leave this shit. Have to, you know do what I'm saying? Like straight you know? up. Yeah. But
1: anyway, well, ironically, this would hurt the livelihood of a lot of Southerners. You know, mm-hmm. like who's gonna keep the the land tilled. What, what can I Who's do? Who's going to make the food? Who's going to, you know, keep up the infrastructure? Mm-hmm. Kind of a deal. On top of it, uh, many black leaders were urging them to stay, which is, you know, mm-hmm. kind of uh, contradictory.
3: Well, it was a, uh, it was a uh, Booker T. Washington that was about. Their yes. life, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: It, it definitely was. Yeah. Uh, he
3: was in the. He was like under the aspect of like. We can't run from the problem. We gotta look it in the face and learn a craft and get our shit together here so we can like do Yeah, we gotta find a we gotta
1: find a way towards co- cooperation. Sure. Yeah. yeah. It's also important to remember that like yeah, a, a third of the population possibly
0: at that time. A third of the population in the deep south were black. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Me? Yeah. So instead of everyone trying to like flee and, and disperse and all this kind of shit, like there's a really large community here. Let's unite uh-huh. and try our best to become successful in any way that we I can. Totally, you
3: know? I totally get his vision that he had, <laughs> and he did something great with creating the fucking first black. Technical school in Tuskegee. Yeah, you know, we yeah, all yeah. know about Tuskegee fucking university. Shouts out to the homies. Uh, Derek Jackson went there. That's my boy, prominent author uh, out here. Don't forget your crown. His name, is his book. He went to Tuskegee. Right. It's uh, the homie. Uh, anybody else who went to Tuskegee? My my little sister went to Tuskegee for a second. Shouts out to Taria. There you I'll go. See you. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, like it was basically like teach technical skills. Get advocational help. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. let's build infrastructure. And let's not forget uh, George
1: Washington Carver was out there in Tuskegee, too, yeah. whipping that peanut sure. butter. <laughs> you know, yeah. and, 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 you, you know, know what I'm to saying? me, like, as a chef, it's always been kind of weird to me, like, how these people came up with, like, or, like, like George Washington Carver, especially, like, peanut butter. Like, you've just been mashing peanuts right. for a minute because I know, I've, I mean, I've got a blender now, so I can just make peanut butter in, you know, minutes just put a then bunch of peanuts in there and turn it on, a little bit of oil. Yeah. But he had to like sit
3: there and grind and Damn. What's up? Bro? Damn. He did so much with the peanut. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we are not gonna get in there. no, yeah, yeah. But yeah. he was also a part of the Tuskegee Institute. Yeah, 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 So, like, yeah, that's, that's the thing. Anyway. So
1: after the, you know, Tuskegee Institute, uh, you have the Negro Women's Club. mm mm-hmm. um, You know, it was a, a club apted towards, like, the, the movement of upward mobility. With mostly, you know, black churches and black entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they'd, they'd lend money to them. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah, essentially, Any,
0: yeah. Uh, black entrepreneur that's trying mm-hmm. to do something.
1: You yeah, know? they
0: they have nothing. They have an idea. They're trying mm-hmm. to do something. Right? Oh, bro, these clubs would would
1: help fund shit. Right. yeah you know and churches as well of course of
3: course of course
1: yeah and then we're gonna talk about Sarah Breedlove yeah yeah yeah, yeah. That's Bay right there So she used one of these networks and became the first female self-made millionaire through a hair care company. Under the name Madam DJ Walker, Madam CJ Walker. Oh CJ, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. CJ yeah, yeah. Walker. Sorry CJ right.
3: Walker. Yeah she she's a straight gangster bro. She was um, well maybe that
1: maybe was that, like, that was like a subconscious thing like I was she was the first DJ. <laughs> yeah
3: you know she, she, she was just getting that shit rolling. There's a, there's a very <laughs> dope picture of her with this like cool ass like you know of the time hat on and she's in the driver's seat of this like four door vehicle back in those times and she's just looking at the camera like.
4: Mm-hmm. It's me. This is mine.
3: Yeah, th- mm-hmm. it's me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You Wait. Believe it, don't you? You ain't never
4: seen a nigga on a horse? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> a, a black woman driving a car <laughs> yeah. that is a millionaire. It was Ugh. her car. She bought Bro. that car. The, the first, first
0: female millionaire in America. Yeah. Black or white. Yeah. black Seriously, or white. The, only, the, the first one. Go, girl.
4: Bro. Right? You go, girl.
0: She was a washerwoman. It's a
3: perfect thing. Who doesn't think about hair care products? She she commercialized that like basically, and she made it a fucking like manufacturer basically like fucking genius, bro.
1: Yeah, I mean, I was actually watching um, fucking out of all these documentaries I've watched out of the last four fucking months, I don't know which one it was, but it was right. It was a um uh, a, a black lady who ran a salon that was saying that she bases everything that she does off of. Madam C.J. Walker. If it ain't
3: broke, book. don't fix it.
1: She uses mm-hmm. the exact same book. She has an original copy. Bro, have you seen the hair from back in the day? And still uses that. And that's what she teaches her. You know, like um, the people who are trying to come up and you know be hairdressers and stuff. Yeah. Like this is her essential college. Yeah. Yeah. Without going to college, uh, essentially, and, and and it's still the exact same from when she right. you know, birthed it, if you will. That's
3: um, just mm, damn. I just had a really dark thought her original name was sarah Breedlove, Mm -hmm. and i think that goes back to plantation days with breed houses it does yes it does uh, anyway
1: right um so that brings us to the point that uh since black americans being forced into their separate community established a thriving and successful self-contained world in many instances obviously Mm-hmm, right. very obviously. Yeah, of course. You know, you're going to thrive in what you're used to and mm-hmm. what you're familiar with mm-hmm. and uh, away from oppression.
3: Well, the people that you trust.
1: Right. Because you think about your family, then, the only
3: people that you trust if you're black were black people. Oh, absolutely. Right. Yeah, like straight yeah. up. Right. Like this is, bro, woof.
1: which mm-hmm. is a a, a, a way more, um, coated, if you will, version of, uh, the way that the stupid, uh, fucking racist piece of shit. White people thought about the KKK. Um, you know, I mean, because <laughs> yeah. that was their thing. Because the KKK, like Ku Klux, is a um, a Greek term mixed mm-hmm. with clan, which was, like I said before in the last episode, Scottish. Ku Klux means full circle, clan, mm-hmm. which means like brothers in arms, essentially. Yeah, which was just their redneck way of putting that together, I guess. Um. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> yep. <Yeah>, right. Uh, <laughs> so, obviously, there's a, a sinister counteractive measure developing here. Um, a character, a caricature of a savage beast um, belittling black people to teach violence against them is not only okay, but necessary at this point, apparently, yeah. you know, in order to teach the new generation's.
0: Yeah, I mean so you're talking about um like uh, newspaper comics, uh, uh The minstrel shows. Minstrel shows, yeah, uh plates, any piece of um Remember merchandise. They, they would have they would get, have like right? whole
3: China sets in fucking little cabinets in, in yeah. white households yeah. with these blackface uh fucking characters oh. on them, man. You know what I mean? You don't know talk about that
0: horrible yeah. shit that's like so Comical and, and, right, and right. like makes these uh, 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 black Americans at the time to be these like these hideous monsters, know. bro. I it's a combination. Some of the most beautiful people on the planet. The most beautiful people on planet. Yeah. But anyway, it's a combination of like these you know hideous monsters, but also like these little comical, cute like let me fix you old thing. Uh, yeah. All the shit you Those can buy that shit in the it. post office yeah, back right. then.
4: Yeah, oh, bro. I, um, I don't know how many people are going to hear this. But I uh, had relations with a white female for a while. We all have. It's okay. <laughs> Everybody has at least. But... I <but> have <laughs> <Not> as well. <laughs> <laughs> we're brothers in arms yeah, there. Yeah, I tell you what. Come and full circle. It's a full <laughs> <fan>. <laughs> Oh, my
3: God. I just came full circle. Ooh, but right.
4: anyways, man, um, her parents were... Uh, You know, very anti-me and her doing Mm -hmm. us. Been there. And... uh, A few times. But uh, she she would claim that her parents were trying Trying to to accept... yeah, it, go ahead. I mean, you got to talk. You already know. <laughs> yeah. I know where you go. But bro. Um, at one time, I was washing my hands in their sink, and I look up in their windowsill. In every Southern household, you got some shit in the windowsill above the kitchen sink. Of course, yeah,
3: yeah, of course. There's the theme of the kitchen,
4: right, right. And there's like a Aunt Jemima and some like farmer mm-hmm. blackface. Like yeah. mm-hmm. they're not only Holy not shit. only is is majority, the, the skin color of those figures uh dark but they have like these humongous lips mm-hmm. oh yeah. yeah oh yeah, yeah. big like, big
1: yeah yeah this yeah pe- no i grew up this, this like, is with where the, is that bro embedded
3: right. in their brain I this grew is up okay
1: with like every time okay. i went to it's family events um where it was like you know uh getting together to you know do our family thing once a year or whatever um it was salt and pepper shakers
4: yep Mm. That's what
1: it was. It was salt and pepper shakers that were all black painted with these huge fucking white lips and a red dress. Yeah.
4: I wonder if you can go to
1: the thrift store. I know as a kid, I, you I go know. To the and I know store, if you yeah. go to Tuscaloosa, Alabama, thrift and go store. to a thrift store, you will find some of those yeah. salt and pepper shakers. I've to seen to, them two years ago. All
4: the time here in Tennessee. I don't know now with mm-hmm. the, right. the whole you know, this right. movement. Right. now. soon you go to East Tennessee, I'm sure you can find that shit. Oh, it's yeah. Walmart. Absolutely. Yeah, right? Oh, shit. Mean, really, like real talk. I really hope that people right. are
0: buying them and then smashing them in the parking lot. Right. No, I'm not buying them because then it's getting the
4: money.
3: Just go
1: destroy them. Just walk in there and smash them. Don't buy it. them off and yeah. Just like <laughs>
4: smash
3: them. Yeah. You you're missing oh, a step. You no. adding an unnecessary step. Yeah, you know <laughs> you're don't right. You're right. You know, you know how Karens <laughs> go in stores and just throw masks off the rack. Just yeah. go in there to store, throw and just, just race your shit just yeah. across the store. Right. Good Bink. call. Well, what was that, what was that TV
1: show? That, like super supermarket. Uh Oh, supermarket dash or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that? So you, you just run in there and just like get? take all those and just like yeah. rake <laughs> them onto the ground. I always wanted oh, to go that show. Sorry about that.
0: Me too. I think I'd be really good at that shit.
4: Ah, bro, I'd be excellent at oh, that Oh, I shit. would be fire.
1: I would, I would be, be good true. at the one. Um, um, you can blindfold me and I'll come out of there with more than anybody. At the, 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 <laughs> well, Let's go, son. Working <laughs> w- working uh, where I did the last year, um, going to Kroger like three or four times a day, mm-hmm. at least the one on Gallatin, Well, yeah, I'd no. be able to do that with my <laughs> eyes closed yeah. easy yeah. <laughs> and still get those points on my card. <laughs> But anyway, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> sliding out of there, we're gonna slide on out of the Kroger. <laughs> oh, so, on the flip little, side,
3: on the flip side, W.E. Du Bois, yeah, my guy, w. put e. together e. an
1: amazing photograph exhibit, uh, in Europe, uh, to display the dignity and excellence of black Americans after slavery.
3: Yeah, because you guys, you got the juxtaposition is which he talks about worm, but like the crazy characters, like these super dark big lips, knotty hair. In mm-hmm. this exhibit that boys did, um, he had them like prominent. Mm-hmm. Sitting by pianos, painting in great attire, like right. expensive suits, right? The hair done properly. Fucking like, we, we out here, but we run businesses and we own schools.
0: This isn't set up musical like he's institutions. He's going through and he's photographing, <laughs> he's photographing real dope people, mm-hmm. black like, Americans yeah. living their actual Bro, lives. These are probably people he might have went to college
3: with. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, he was one of the first to graduate from Harvard, black dude, right? Uh, he was the first, the he first was, black dude from Harvard. Yeah. yeah, he so, got a
1: doctorate. Yeah, so, I mean, like, so, I'm just like, saying. He wasn't just talking shit. He was yeah. a fucking doctor. Yeah, and, to,
3: and to give that over to Europe to see black people being so prominent, right. it changes the the fucking echo that's coming across the
1: pond at that point. Yeah, no, like, exactly. Wait, hold yeah. on. What
3: is this dumb shit? Like, I'm seeing this. Y'all got, what is, what is
1: it? Which know? is unfortunate because, like, for our country at least, because the rest of the world kind of jumped on, well, other than South Africa. The rest of the world kind of <laughs> kind of jumped on that, or saw that, and it was just like, "Oh fuck!" Like we've been fucking up, yeah. and and kind of clarified that a little bit better, but not you know not us or anything, but um, talking about him, yeah. he established the Niagara Movement, which is the basis uh, a basis for the civil rights movement in the '60s, and founded the NAACP. Oh. That's right. So, man, shout
3: out to my cousin, Willie Flowers. He's the president of the Maryland chapter of NAACP. Nice. Nice. That's uh, awesome. Yeah, man. I'm full of surprises.
1: (laughs) But (laughs) anyway. But uh, in 1915, a silent film was released called The Birth of a Nation.
4: Mm.
1: I'm sure you Mm -hmm. guys know what that is. And if you don't.
0: Well, we talked about that last
3: episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We
1: talked about it a, a little bit last episode. Um
3: it's fucked up. And also, I'm going to say yeah. this. Like, the the modern-day Birth of a Nation is a movie about Nat Turner, which right. mm-hmm. he named that on purpose to basically yeah. flip that old shit mm-hmm. on his head. And that actor um, kind of got canceled in the cancel culture situation that happened. Right. But we'll by there. But mm-hmm. um, the the... I guess positive out of the birth of a nation back in 1915 coming out was the homie William Monroe Trotter who basically started the, uh, uh, the first like very civil rights, like picketing type of vibe for this shitty ass film. Yeah. That was fucking the first movie aired at the White House. Anyway, um, he started this picketing system. They protested it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And these type of protests in 1915 kind of flowed into the 50s, 60s. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And the Ida B. Wells thing. like, It's all building up to our next episode. Anyway, <clears throat> yeah. go ahead. though. my fault, man. Well, in, um, <laughs> in
1: 1925, Harlem, everybody knows Harlem, it becomes the shoutout Hughes, bro. Oh, yep, exactly, yeah. Uh,
0: exactly.
1: Harlem becomes the mecca for Black Americans, um, free and expression, novelist, and uh, or, or you know, free expressionist mm-hmm. novelist, and uh, a big musician boom, of course. like a a real true renaissance. Yeah, um, all American culture came from Harlem Renaissance. Oh yeah, for sure. Bold statement,
3: but I said it. Mm-hmm. Well, most so. m-
1: most of American <laughs> culture that we see today comes from the Harlem Renaissance, yeah. and uh, Amer- like, American poetry, Amer- the first yeah.
3: American music style. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you know? jazz. jazz, all this shit, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. all this shit uh, came from these black people uh, that left bullshit, established themselves yeah. in society, found their community, right? Which. Was fucking so booming at the time. They fucked Harlem up in the fucking seventies, like real bad. Uh, And Reaganomics is a motherfucker. But um, like at this time, though, man, like Harlem was like a bubbling scene, nothing but intellectuals and artists and writers and just people that are ready to take their own, get their shit
0: together. I mean, white people in New York would go party in Harlem, kind of nightclubs. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, I mean, like, it was such a thing where, like, they couldn't help but go see how fucking badass if, this was. If,
3: if you want to you know see I mean? a, a great depiction that's really funny and it's this awesome movie, just watch Harlem Nights. Yeah. And, like, picture that, but, like, way more intellectualism going on.
0: <laughs> 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 like, they're not
3: just nightclub owners and gangsters. They're really, literally, like, the leading writers of the country. Like, they, they're the most articulate people
0: mm-hmm.
3: probably at that point in the world, because they're creating a whole fucking culture right there.
0: Yeah, so Jazz basically starts in New Orleans and a lot of the, the Zonico uh, yeah. uh, uh, yeah, shit yeah. and everything like that. And, and black Americans that felt they needed to leave the South, they ended up in New York yeah. and they ended up in Harlem, obviously. Yeah. And so jazz was born, but was kind of perfected it, it was yeah. born here and it was
3: raised up there exactly you know what i mean and by the time it came an adult white folks tried to claim
0: it of course they
3: did
1: yeah <clears throat> i mean it's, it's also a very similar anyway. thing to the blues um with like you have your memphis blues yeah and then you have your new york blues sure um there's those, a very delta
3: blues is different there's They're a dark. yeah
1: oh yeah <laughs> there's there's <laughs> a lot more i mean not to knock um the northeastern blues but that soul, um, kind of left a little bit once it moved northeast. But right. and that's a that's actually not 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 a bad thing as much because it's you start taking out that uh, fuck life sucks, and, and then you
4: go up north. Or? And no
1: no no, in the south the oh. Delta Blues were like. Uh, fuck my life, this fucking sucks, now, 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 now. And then you move like, north Northampton. Well, know. in turn,
3: uh, back in those days, that kind of uh, turned off into a uh, uh, country. Yeah. And he'll bully a uh, rock, which black people invented as well, you motherfuckers. Anyway. Yeah, right. Um, so, <laughs> so yeah, that whole country thing, is, it was not yours originally anyway. But, um, like, that blues moved up here and then that subsector of blues became that hillbilly black people playing banjos, so they couldn't afford real instruments and shit yep. you know what I mean like oh yep. bro it's, mm, I can talk about this shit for <laughs> hours bro like we created everything that's cool and they try to take everything hot chicken hot chicken <laughs> princess <laughs> what's up you know come on man that's
0: true if barbecue some Nashville
3: any, any American chicken, food period by the way Cause who you think was fucking cooking the shit when we first came over. That
1: here? is very true. Well, yeah. Come on, bro. Yeah. Like I said in yeah, the in the I right? think maybe the episode before last, um, African culture is American culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you a don't, thousand percent. If you don't like that pill, then fuck off. <laughs> and that's the way that I think about it. Like I, I You hey, know, it's, I, it's I like I when care. you when you say when you say go back to your
3: country, if you don't like it here, it's like yeah. okay, so you like immigration. Yeah. Then why are you tripping? If yeah. people come in here, if they don't like their right. country.
1: Yeah, right? Exactly. Shit gets deep when you yeah. think about it. Yeah. Oh. oh, foot and mouth syndrome. That fucking sucks. Nothing in there, whitey. That tastes good. Yeah, get that. <laughs> ah. Well, there's probably uh, well, there's one thing that I will probably uh, or that I will say that that black people didn't invent, that white people did, and that's foot play. Mm.
4: So we're going to slide. Oh, All right, we're going to slide. slide,
0: yeah, yeah, slide that's weird. I'll we're going to slide up on that. <laughs> slide right. up on a I'll push the button. <laughs> Play. Oh,
3: my God, this guy. I'm glad we lighten up the mood because we're about to start talking yeah. about a little town in Oklahoma.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. <sighs> Okie's okay, from the... So, oh boy. you know, Harlem Harlem got to have their renaissance, and that's, that's absolutely wonderful. It's great. But this is happening all over the country, right? And, and One of the Tulsa. most prominent places
3: in America for success for black people was Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yeah. They had so many businesses. The dollar would float around 26 times in yeah. their community before it left. Right. They were building black greatness, minding their own damn business, not mm-hmm. even fucking with white people yeah. at all, minding their own damn business yeah. in their own city. Yeah. Whereas but, in,
1: white, in, in white communities, the dollar bill only touched hands five times. Yeah. yeah. In that time. Five, six maybe. Yeah.
3: This is the beginning of what they didn't
1: want to happen. Right. 26 times. 26 yeah. times. 26 bro, times. On 26 average, 26 times. You 26 are times supporting your local business, yeah. and that's and where supporting your local business actually yeah. fucking rose. Yeah. 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 And, and it's, it, it
3: what happened here and what happened there in Tulsa, bro, it was the crushing blow. For any, like, black community mm-hmm. to be comparable to, say, your Jewish community, your Indian community, your Asian community, yeah. your ca- Caucasian community in America. Mm-hmm. It, it was a crushing blow that we still have not yeah. came back from. Yeah. The black dollar bounces around zero time in black community these days. Zero, bro. Yeah. yeah. Zero. I think the Asian bounces around like thirty times. or some. Oh, crazy shit. Be you know what yeah. I mean? Like the Jewish dollar bounces around like fifteen, twenty times. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's like, bro, like this Tulsa shit. We about to get into. We about to talk about Tulsa, by the way. So strap in. Um, but we're about. To, it's like that killed it, bro. Because once that was done, then Harlem got fucking drugs. Twenty years later.
0: Yeah.
3: Fucking yep. black, commu- black greatness is fucking.
0: Kind
1: of shot down
0: for a minute,
3: bro.
1: Anyway, the rug pulled out from under. Yeah,
0: Yeah, so all this Tulsa talk, we're we're referring to a solely um, black American um, society called Mm -hmm. Greenwood, right? So of the 100,000 members of Tulsa, 10,000 of them were black and they established Greenwood, right? They had two newspapers, several churches, a library, and... Tons of businesses. Yeah, several businesses. I mean, well the, over the a thousand. Black Wall Street, they called it. Yeah, exactly. BTWs. Right.
4: Movie theater and yeah, movie yeah, theaters and more shit, what kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: and like you know, they were mm-hmm. fucking crushing it. As as Justin said, they, their dollar circulated twenty six times. Twenty six. Think about that, bro. An incredible economy. Yeah. Anyway, so obviously the the neighboring whites weren't. Too happy with this, and they tried several times to bring lynch mobs uh, to subdue and scared them. Uh, most of the time, they, they failed. They scared, bro. Yeah, they were. Yeah. They literally was like, yeah. Oh, pick yourself up by your
3: bootstraps. Yeah. You got it. We gave you enough, right? You yeah. got it. Then we go out and do it. What? You, oh, so now you scared? Now you mad mad right. again? Damn, right. I thought this is what you wanted. You
0: wanted us to be away from you, but equal, right? Like, Anyway, and so the crazy, I get pissed, crazy fucking crazy thing is that this incredibly simple event a black shoe shiner named Dick Roland <coughs> apparently accidentally <laughs> stepped on. We, hey, we're way too juvenile for you
4: to just, just, <laughs> just throw a dick <laughs> name out there. I mean, like, yeah. hey, <laughs> you,
3: we're way too juvenile for you to just say Dick Roland. I mean, dick <laughs> rolling around dick Roland, around. anyway. I mean, so, Richard Roland. Yeah, so apparently
0: Richard (laughs) Rowland, the story is is that he accidentally stepped on the foot of a white elevator operator named Sarah Page. She screamed within this crowded elevator filled with white people, other than Richard, and was arrested the next day. See, old dick, man, I've been like, too
3: many white people in this elevator, I'm waiting for the next one.
0: Sure, it literally would have been the better. That could have been a holy boy yeah. if he was
3: just like, mm, "Nah, there's too many white folks in here."
0: So here's kind of what we were talking about earlier. The next day, the Tulsa Tribune, right, their newspaper, <laughs> reported that he attempted to rape her right. and was imprisoned for that. Right
3: in an elevator full of people, he tried to just snatch her up, huh?
0: Apparently so. Right, and according to uh, a lot of eyewitnesses at the time. uh They published a now-lost editorial within that same newspaper about the incident entitled To Lynch Negro Tonight. By early evening, there was, once again, another lynch mob talk on the streets of Tulsa. That talk soon turned to action. By 7.30 p.m., hundreds of whites had gathered outside the Tulsa County Courthouse, demanding... That the authorities hand over Dick Rowland, but the sheriff refused. At about 9 p.m. after reports of the dire conditions, downtown reached Greenwood, a group of approximately 25 armed black American men. Many of them were World War I veterans, exactly. by the way. Up. They came to the courthouse to offer their services to the authorities to help protect him. Right? The sheriff turned him down. And then the men went back to Greenwood. Stunned and then enraged, members of the white mob then tried to break into the National Guard Army, but were turned away by a handful of local guardsmen. At about 10 p.m., false rumor hit Greenwood that whites were storming the courthouse. This time, a second contingent of African-American men, perhaps 75 in number, they think, went back to the courthouse and offered their services to the authorities. Once again, they were turned down. As they were leaving, a white man tried to disarm a black veteran, and a shot was fired.
1: Hey, guys, it's Drew Shulnut with Friends Facts and Fiction. I'm here with my two other co-hosts, Grant Bramlett and Justin Hammonds. Hey, hey, hey. We are here to inform you on our podcast platform, Anchor.fm. Number one, it's very easy to use because it's free. Also, if you're trying to create your own podcast, they have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor also will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, and many more. You can make money from your podcast as well with minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place, anchor.fm.
0: This is where the riot begins. Over the next six hours, Tulsa was plunged into chaos as angry whites, frustrated over the failing lynching, began to vent their rage at African Americans in general. Furious fighting erupted along the Frisco railroad tracks where black defenders were able to hold off members of the white mob. An unarmed African American man was murdered inside of a downtown movie theater Mm -hmm. during this time while carloads of armed whites began making drive-by shootings in black residential neighborhoods. By midnight, fires had been set along the edge of the black American commercial district of Greenwood. In some of the city's all-night cafes, whites began to organize for a
1: dawn invasion of Greenwood. I think it's funny that you bring up the the, the drive-by thing, um, and, like... um, it's bastardized into like mostly a gang violence kind of sure. a deal mm-hmm. and, and this that and the other when it, it was actually started by douchebag racist white people just yeah. driving by and just loading bullets into people it's crazy bro it's fucked right. up
3: as well I watched this documentary Um <clears throat> I think you showed it to me Drew and um, there was a Tulsa survivor there who was like mm-hmm. he's in the documentary and he was like 4 or 5 when the Tulsa shit happened mm-hmm. yeah. and literally like You know, he can barely, you know, really hold sentences right now. Yeah. I mean, mean, he's probably, God rest his soul, he's probably passed away by now. But um, he just, the look in his eyes when he talked about it was like, you could just still see that pure trauma and fear in his eyes, bro. And he's like, he was like fucking 90 or some shit, bro. Like his granddaughter had talked for him for for like most of it, bro. Yeah, And like, like just, ah, man, like,
4: mmm. Live your whole life with that. Yeah. With
3: with that on your dome. Like, Losing your probably whole family, bro, you
0: know and I mean to yeah. like just mm, so local authorities <laughs> basically did nothing to to try and quell this whole situation, right, Damn, bro? They burnt the whole goddamn city down after the outbreak of gunfire at the courthouse. Tulsa police officers deputized former members of the lynch mob, and according to an eyewitness, instructed them. To you're gonna have to take this quote there, Justin. Get a gun hmm. and get a nigga. There's a hard R on that, by the I way.
3: Was not wanting to say it. I can't. <laughs> I I don't want to. So <laughs> I'm not saying I the don't hard R. Say that. Yeah. Local.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I've never said the hard R, bro. That's just never. That's Local units period. of the National Guard were mobilized, but they spent most of the night protecting a white neighborhood from a feared but non-existent black counterattack. Mm -mm -mm. Shortly before dawn, thousands of armed whites had gathered along the fringes of Greenwood. When daybreak came, they poured into the African-American district, looting homes and businesses and setting them on fire. So they stole all their shit and then burned it down.
3: Huh. That sounds... Wow. That sounds... Familiar to some shit that they say are savages and these thugs in the street looting and oh, yeah. mm. sounds <clears throat> uh,
4: very familiar.
0: Mm. <clears throat> I mean, it, within all this, they, they killed a
4: 20 renowned, wow, 20
0: <laughs> they, they, they killed a renowned surgeon, a motherfucking surgeon, right? Uh, yeah, I think these, these are like some of the most prominent black people in the world
3: in this city, bro.
0: Yeah, I think, about sure, that but as this well. surgeon he surrendered, they these white people surrounded him. He surrendered, and they still shot and killed him. God damn! Yeah, man. It, at least one machine gun was utilized by the invading whites, and some participants That's have crazy. have claimed that airplanes were also used in this attack. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what the yeah, fuck? They dropped some bombs. I mean, from cra- if uh, if, if anybody's dusters, seen bro. the HBO uh, 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 Watchmen Watchmen or whatever, mm-hmm. it starts with the oh, yeah. the Tulsa attack that we're all describing yeah, really. right now. Now. It, I don't it's, think it was that far it's, off. It's, it's true.
3: very, very well because the way they start the series, Watchmen on HBO, uh, I hope we get sponsored one day. Anyway, uh, the way they start the series out is like the first like three minutes of the first episode or no, like the first minute is like just this kid. Yeah. Watching a movie
0: in a the theater, and then what the right.
3: fuck is like, bro? It's, it's whoa. It's Dude, crazy. I didn't
0: actually know and about this whole situation until, until that. I watched that HBO oh, really?
1: thing. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. No, I didn't either. Wow.
4: They never taught wow. me that wow. nah. as a kid.
1: No, nah, well, man. You no. Know, nah. Yeah. They, they, they
4: say that this is the first time that uh, bombs were dropped on American soil. Yeah. It yeah. on Tulsa. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. By us. By our, um,
4: quote unquote Americans.
1: Yeah, yeah exactly. It's yeah. like the opposite of FUBU. Yeah, it's by us for us. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, <Bufu>. Goddamn.
3: <laughs> uh, but yeah, they definitely had crop dusters dropping bombs. Yeah. But like, see, they, they don't want to document shit. Like like you say, the now lost editorial that says Lynch a tonight. Yeah. Earlier in the, in the in the shit like now lost. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. How convenient. Yeah, how convenient. How that's fucking awesome. convenient, Oh, how convenient right? you don't really know the number of people that died. You don't really know the number yeah. of businesses that were
0: destroyed. Yeah. That's hmm, cool. So, so you just going under the rug. Right, right.
3: The South's okay. Don't worry about it.
0: It's fine. It, it, the members of Greenwood, they, they fought really hard to protect their homes and businesses. Um, but they were just, they are outgunned and outnumbered, you know. Um, yeah, bro. Yeah. And by that time, additional National Guard troops had arrived in Tulsa around 915 in the morning of June 1st, uh, most of Greenwood had already been burnt to the ground. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was already on fire. The whole by Black yeah. Wall like, Street you know? was rubble. Yeah. yeah.
3: And, and now, in present day, it's whitewashed as fuck.
4: Anyway. Yep. Mm-hmm. But before we... Yeah. Anyway that. Yeah. You know... <laughs> <laughs> you 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 know you you say whitewash and, and how these rioters and looters are uh would you would you coin them or what did he coin them thugs thugs and, and gangsters and any, savages whatever yeah. adjective yeah. you want to put on exactly it. exactly um you know being in Minneapolis and seeing the shit firsthand is exactly people would ask me white and black how do you feel about this and you know after. Listening to this and knowing about Tulsa, it's like, uh, burn this shit. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Burn burn it. Burn it all down. Burn it all. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Yeah, let this shit burn. Well, I mean,
1: like, I I got into a conversation with with someone a couple days ago, and they were like, "Why, why can't we just give peace a chance? And I said, peace had a chance.
4: Absolutely. Yeah, ben had a chance. Peace, peace had a chance. Peace, peace had a chance until Martin Luther King was got right. shot. Yeah, right. yeah, exactly. That's yeah. when peace had a chance. Peace, peace was over at that point. Was, I forget who said he was the it. the last
3: one. Yeah, I forget who said it, man. Uh, but damn, somebody. I think it was a Black Panther member. Is really like, uh, you know, white folks. Y'all just killed y'all whole chance. Cause he was the last peaceful. And that, was the la- that was the yep. last peaceful nigga. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, You right. just you just killed your, right. your best friend. Right. you sure. killed your best friend. Absolutely, he was right. a mediator between y'all. Yep. right. And now yep. we're looking at what yep. we're looking at right now. Right. Yeah.
1: Either we gonna get we gonna start shooting, or we are gonna get some democracy. Yeah, what's, well, what's that's, like, that's that's that's, that's to me why Malcolm X's words. Um, yeah. Ring true more so than. And as and well, because Martin Luther King, Martin, King Martin Luther
3: King started to slide over to Malcolm X a little bit. Mm-hmm. Malcolm X started to slide over to Martin Luther King a little bit. And Towards to the end. The yeah. Absolutely.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I they don't, don't talk about I think that's why MLK got shot. Yeah. Those, those yeah. last
3: few years of MLK, yeah. they never really talk about because right. he was starting to slide more into that, like, hey, this shit ain't working. No, it's not we, working. We need to. We need to. Like, we can still Tired be peaceful. But we, we they head. were interviewed we were at the
1: They were interviewed at the exact same time towards the end, like we Man, said. Also,
3: R. P. John Lewis, he did a oh, shit. Yeah. here in Nashville Absolutely. alone. Oh, John Lewis is you know what I mean, love that catch. Him, very, I mean, one yeah. of my yeah. favorite. Humans I mean, but, but
1: like, like I said, like uh, towards the end, they were both, you know, interviewed at the same time, and you know, Martin Luther King Jr. would not, he would not come out and say that what malcolm x was standing behind was exactly what he was wanting to do and it was very it was very obvious because um martin luther king jr would be like you know we've got to you know give a peaceful protest and blah 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 and march in the streets or whatever and then they would put the mic over to malcolm x and say hey do you believe this And he would go no
3: no i don't believe in this at not all. at all and right. they're marching right. beside each and other and they're marching that. beside they're each other beside right? each he's each just other. like no 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 he's like no, i don't believe what he's doing yeah. but we are marching together though we're marching together. We got our own agenda, but we're marching together because right. we are together. <laughs> mm-hmm. And once they start coming in the middle of the compromise, bro, mm-hmm. right. they both die. But we're yeah. going to talk
0: about civil rights on the next episode. <laughs> there we go. <sighs> yeah. mm. One of the crazy things to think about with this whole uh, uh, Tulsa event, uh, uh, you know, Greenwood being mm-hmm. destroyed, right? Yeah. Because some black dude stepped on a white l- lady's foot. Supposedly. 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 Yeah. 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 Yeah, Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: Exactly.
0: They lost 2,500 buildings. That's about $26 million in today's standard, right? Jesus. But, but the crazy thing is, is they didn't leave. They tried very hard to rebuild what they had built. That to resiliency, me, man. Yeah. Exactly. That that really shows me the really. resiliency of there's, the human condition. Strength,
3: the strength yeah. of black people in general is is like unprecedented to any other race.
4: Unprecedented.
3: Like, yeah. I Honestly. And Jewish people, I hear you. We love you. Sure. We rock yeah. with you, too. Yeah. But the shit that we had to go through, I mean, even in Africa, before transatlantic oh, yeah. slavery, up until today... We're still yeah. fighting and battling with this shit, bro. Yeah. There's there's a genetic trauma gene in our DNA, bro, mm-hmm. that we're fucking yeah. like... We're already on the brink of psychotic break. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: Like, anyway. So that's going to lead good. us up to the Red Summer. Oh, God. Yeah. So uh, World War One veterans, like those in Tulsa, um, that also returned to Charleston, where instead of being welcomed, uh, they incited fear. Yeah. Like... Uh, uh, for some reason, in white people, they were supposed um, to be heroes. Yeah, yeah, you know they're supposed to I mean? be heroes, and yeah. they came back, and they're like these scary monsters coming back that just fought for your fucking country, and actually were the ones who changed the tides. Right. You know, well, right. And, they,
3: and they thought that this was going to get them accepted. Yeah, for I mean, sure. And, and it's a still thing to the day to this day where you go and fight these wars mm-hmm. for this country, and you come back, and you still have your George Floyd's, your Michael Browns, yeah, your right. Arberys. You know what right. I'm saying? So like.
1: Fuck. Yeah. Anyway, all this all, all this became the Red Summer, the the period um, from late winter uh, until the autumn of 1919. So you know, white supremacist um, terrorism and racial riots, racial racial, <laughs> racial riots took place <laughs> in more than three dozen cities across the United States. Three dozen. Yeah, so yeah.
0: I, I outlined Greenwood in Tulsa, Yeah, and this shit is happening in th- more than 36 cities around the same yeah. time.
1: Well, know? I mean, and it's also kind of like uh, I hit on this in the first or second episode when I said, um, you know, uh, Minneapolis and, you know, uh, New York were being covered. Um, By the, you know, protests and everything, but that shit was going on everywhere Everywhere and nobody was, nobody was putting that out there. It was going like, like I said, uh, Grant and I were there for that, that um, first March, that March. March That was, they said 20,000 that that could not even have touched. It It was way more than that in Nashville Nashville, because we got, we were down on like, I don't know, church or whatever and could see people four or five blocks away
4: that were still
1: coming around that that we had been an hour ago in that same spot right. and there were still hordes of people so you've got to yeah, I mean it was amazing
3: it was it was amazing it was, it was, it was, was, was amazing. amazing I was on there for the 4th of July march and uh, yeah. it was the best decision i ever made in my life and there was still wow. a shit ton of people there it's a shit yeah. ton of people there yeah. but that's like, awesome. at the same time the it's, 4th it's 4th of July, July. it's Independence yeah. Day yeah. this is the most Independence Day shit I can do
0: yeah. if you mm, want me to separate right. this country mm. let me fight for my fucking rights but days. the fact that that many people instead of like barbecuing and drinking beer and shooting out fireworks know which I should have been there Fli- flicking John, off,
3: flicking off, and shouting at state troopers was my favorite part. Oh, I loved that moment.
1: That <laughs> my, 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 favorite. Uh, I'll throw this last little what bit. What up, bitch? <laughs> I was, I was on one. I was
3: lit. My, my favorite and sober. I'll, but, I'll throw but,
1: this last little bit of uh, the the protest stuff in there. My favorite um, chant that I saw or that I was a part of was, um, you know, we 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 turned down onto Broadway. And at the bottom yeah. of Broadway was a SWAT team. Fuck right? yeah! And mm. fuck yeah. these people started running at the SWAT team. Not they didn't. Do, they stopped when they got to them, mm-hmm. but started running. Like the the the, the emotions just heightened, no, and the, the, the chant match. was, "Show me what democracy looks like. Mm-hmm. This is what democracy looks like." Mm-hmm. And My
0: favorite from that was, <sighs> "I I don't see a riot here. Why, Why are you, you wearing, wearing riot, riot gear? Boy, yeah." I mean, I love that shit. Yeah. Broadway. On yeah. Broadway, we all right. dropped silent, got on our knees, yeah, and just put man. our hands on it. I remember I that. fucking
3: Broadway. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. broad daylight. Like, yeah. That's 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 the one that I wish I was at, but you, I told y'all on that first episode mm-hmm. of this podcast. You could have got, got into wild shit. I down there. I would have, <laughs> boy. Because well, yeah, sure. once they start yeah. busting that courtroom, uh, that courthouse fucking window in. Anyway. Like,
1: mm-hmm.
3: <clears throat> well, I'd, I'd have been in some wild shit.
1: Back to... Um, yeah. The point at hand, in most instances, um, attacks consisted of, you know, obviously white on black violence. Yeah.
3: Um,
1: however, numerous African-Americans also fought back, notably in Chicago and Washington. Uh, D.C. race riots, which resulted in 38 and 15 deaths, respectively. That's another one of those jump around numbers. Yeah. Um, that's weird. <laughs> along with more injuries, obviously. Um, extensive property damage. Um, in Chicago yeah. still the highest number <laughs> Jesus Christ Yeah the highest number of fatalities occurred in the rural area of Elaine Arkansas where an estimated 100 again fucking douchebag numbers 100 to 240 black people and five white people were killed <laughs> an event now known as the Elaine massacre
0: So let's take a Quick, look at that
1: motherfucking yeah. shit. Yeah.
0: <laughs> On one hand, you got a hundred, maybe two forty. Probably three fifty. Yeah, probably I'm, I'm more.
1: St- probably, probably a thousand. Example. Yeah, exactly.
4: Exactly. Exactly. You never
0: know. Black Americans Jesus. versus five white Americans.
4: Notice, there's no there's no range of numbers on 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 the amount on the of, of white people. Oh, yeah. That yeah. killed. It's yeah, five. Right? There's five. There's five. They're pretty no. certain
0: it's five. It's five. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. right. Then
4: that's you true. have a hundred to two forty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, forty is an even number, but that's not yeah. a number that you would just naturally come but, to. <laughs> but um, but historically, <laughs> right. it's
1: expendable. Apparently, exactly. But, yeah. That's yeah. what yeah. it is. That's yeah. what it delves like, down uh, to. It's like, it, uh, it's, uh you know, you know, like I mean, how many how many black people live billion? in this area?
3: Let's just say half of that. Sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like right. they just do shit like that. I mean, like, it's always So there's how many black homes in this? Okay, so a quarter of that. Let's right. just put that document down. Right. Let's but, not go count the bias. Let's not go see the evidence. Let's not go see the the people hanging from trees.
4: Right. Let's but, just estimate it. But you know they say that history's written by
0: the victor. The victor.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. yeah. If,
4: yeah. if there was a black
3: hand on history books back then, it'd be a whole different type of history. i tell you. If that. there was
1: black hands on any of the history in the <laughs> yeah. world, yeah, it would right. be completely Man, different. It's
3: right. still to this day fucked up in that, in that front,
1: but yeah. anyway. So yeah, after the Elaine Massacre, uh, Marcus Garvey, taking the words of uh, Booker T. Washington, believed in a unification of all black Americans. Um, he developed the uh, Universal Negro Improvement Association which was the largest black movement in American history. The uh, They wanted to get the ships to sail back to Africa, essentially, um, and establish a new community away from white racists, yes. which yeah. is, you know, weird to think mm-hmm. about. Why would you? Mm-hmm. Well, of course you would want to do that. Um, and again, <laughs> again, separate but equal
3: Okay, well, oh, yeah. that's what you want Cool, we're just going to yeah. dip, Dan right. like, We'll be separate Yeah, we'll yeah. be separate,
1: y'all good We'll be very we're. separate We'll be hella very separate, separate. Yeah. We'll be
3: across yeah. the fucking Atlantic It's yeah. cool, don't worry yeah. about no. us We Gucci you Well, and because
1: I mean? he did this The FBI accused him of fraud And he was convicted Because they didn't want you to leave in the first place Yep, nah, exactly. you're making too much money for our country And yeah, for me So, uh, yeah
3: You're creating an economy just for new
0: existence Right
1: Yeah, and and the only way that he was released um, through the FBI is if he went back to Jamaica. Right. Because his voice was too loud.
0: Yeah. He was from Jamaica, but he was trying to unify Mm -hmm. all black Americans at the time. And anybody that wanted to jump on the ship and go create a new situation, they shut that shit down. Yeah, real quick. Yeah. And were like, I'll let you out of jail. I deported him. Unless if
3: you go to Jamaica.
0: Yeah. So
3: you can't can't get an American's rock with you no more. Yeah. Exactly you know
1: what i'm saying uh, and then we skip to the great which depression crazy. which uh exponentiated mm-hmm. the um the inequality of separate but uh, equal which yeah. was separate but unequal, unequal exactly yeah, mm-hmm. right um because yeah. uh black americans saw twice the unemployment rate as white americans oh yeah bro, very easily um said. same to today you sure, know that,
3: well, also when you think about you hear about the great depression in school all you hear about is the white side of it yeah
0: yeah, think absolutely. about that now. The dust bowl think, like the white dust farmers ball, yeah. trying yeah. to oh, take their shit.
3: Right. Oklahoma yeah, people can't, can't have get, their crops. Get that anymore. get that old visual of the Great Depression thoughts in your school time. You, you have black people mm-hmm. in standing pictures? in bread lines. Yeah. no yeah. yeah. White people looking rough. I've
4: been doing that for like bro. Years, bro. Yeah. <laughs> anyway.
3: Centuries. The black side of Great Depression is is was way rough. Way worse. Well, yeah. And like, and
1: schools like, were an excellent example of this. Um you got wooden shacks versus two story brick buildings, mm-hmm. you know, wooden shacks for the, the old, sla- old slave quarters is where they would have like oh, 17 sure. kids pile in there. For and sure. And, they, and got, they got, they got the, the books that were in the black schools were just hand-me-downs from what the whites were just done with. The, the
3: bondings yep. fucked up. Yeah. Can, yeah, yeah. yeah. Torn. Yeah. Them, well, I like mean, and, and like even missing chapters and shit.
1: Like, I it's, I don't know. I'll do the, like I said in the the last episode, uh, 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 when I do that, I'm just fucking pissed off at all this shit and don't know what to fucking say. Um, But yeah, um, it it just, it it doesn't make any sense. Um, But into the next uh, session here, um, lawyer Charles uh, Hamilton Houston, uh, he waged a legal war on Plessy versus Ferguson. With a video documentation of these inequalities, he took this one and one case by case.
3: Yeah, he basically like
1: took video
3: documents mm-hmm. of this slave shack with people in it to learn. Right. This yeah, this
0: two-story brick building mm-hmm.
1: to prove to that, this that this is, shit is not, not equal, bro. separate. Yeah.
0: It, to prove that it is separate, but it is not equal. Yeah, yeah and he it went by
1: un-equal. state by state until he hit the Supreme Court. Yeah, yeah. and he got there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, once justice literally turned his back on him, yeah. or turned its back on him. Bro,
3: a Supreme court justice just in court. Yeah. Just like, I don't even want to see your face. Turn your back. Yeah. Kind of, what kind of adolescent man. shit is that, bro? Right. What right. kind of fucking, anyway. Mm.
1: Well, I mean, all he wanted was, they called themselves you know, man, bro. Yeah. Right. Uh, all he wanted was everybody to be treated equal, but he died before achieving this goal. Like, just straight up, like, I mean... But that
3: right there sparked...
1: Oh, yeah, big time.
3: It sparked it all. That was the last match. Yep. In
1: 1954, segregation of state-sponsored public schools was declared... Segregation of uh, state-sponsored public schools was declared unconstitutional by the Mm -hmm. U.S. Supreme Court Mm -hmm. under Chief Justice Earl Warren Mm -hmm. in the landmark case Brown versus the Board of Education. And Mm -hmm. if you don't know what that is... You need to listen in school because that is pro- <laughs> it's fucking tall. That is something you know, that is, that actually, is something yeah, that uh, that's At least they teach you that. In some states, it took many years to implement this decision, uh, while the totally Warren it. Court continued to rule against the Jim Crow laws in other cases. Uh, generally, the remaining Jim Crow laws were overruled by the Civil Rights Act of 1964 Ooh. and the Voting Rights Act of 1965. And we're going to slide up
3: into that in the next episode. Yes, we are. Give you all the hot facts on that. But real real quick, because I know we're running tight on time, huh? Getting close? Anyway. We're way over, but who cares? This is important It's fine. You're still listening. It's cool. We love you. Um, I'm going to hit real quick on a little uh, group of uh, white women entitled The United Daughters of the Confederacy. Um, If you don't know about this group, they're basically responsible for every statue that we hate right now, or that you should hate right now. Um, (laughs) (laughs) all of, all of the rhetoric of this is my heritage. the South didn't fight for slaves. They fought for state's rights, all that shit. They're responsible for it. Yes, they are The United doors Uh of Confederacy. It actually started in Nashville, Tennessee. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah.
1: Straight up. It started in Nashville, Tennessee,
3: bro. Probably right downtown. We'd be out there chilling and getting it, getting down. Yeah. Um, these women started or where we protested. And where we protested at. Oh, mm-hmm. look at that shit. And where See? I work. <laughs> yeah. And where that shitty ass statue is by the river. Anyway, um, mm-hmm. these women started organization, I mean they had they started off with pure intention because they wanted to just find their husbands mm-hmm. and find family members and like give them an honorable honorable burial as a soldier of the Confederate Army. But what they started doing with that was building monuments in order to memorialize these troops. And these statues are still to this day frowned upon, like I said, and by some glorified. They use these statues in memory of Confederate soldiers to teach Southerners about the good fight that they fought to, uh, about, quote, good fight, unquote, (laughs) (laughs)
1: Mm
3: -mm -mm -mm. that they fought to preserve states' rights and true Southern Christian values. So they basically use these these, statues these monuments, these statues, and these dead bodies uh-huh. to be like, see, they fought the good fight. They fought for states' right. rights. They they did this for the Christian values because we're Southern and we're Christian, and they right. fought the good fight, right. basically. And they helped create the lost cause narrative. Uh, and the key points of this movement of the lost cause were basically saying, like, slavery was not bad, enslaved people were happy, you know, the Confederacy fought the good fight uh, against overwhelming artillery of the North. Right. Rather than the fact of they fought for slavery, they were wrong, they were treasonous, and they should have all died. You know what I mean? Like, point, uh, like, period. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, like, I mean- it's, it's, bro. Ah. So the Lost Cause claim, the Lost Cause claim <laughs> was a leading factor for the South to rewrite history. I mean, we're still dealing with this effect to this day. Nearly Mm -hmm. half of Americans believe the Civil War was
1: fought, not about slavery, but about states' rights, right? Uh, And they'll argue that to their fucking death, too.
4: Absolutely, yeah. They They say
1: that ignorance is bliss, but honestly, ignorance is killing our country. (sighs) It's not bliss, it's fucked.
4: Farce. Define bliss. What is bliss? (laughs) <laughs> fucking our country, apparently. Bliss. Bliss is your comfort
3: zone in your brain. I you have no like idea what Bliss is. is cool. I, no. I've never experienced uh, it. I know a dope-ass chick named Bliss. Shout out to Bliss. What up? <laughs> uh, anyway, um, the UDC, United Daughters of Fantasy, uh, their membership grew to over 100,000 members, bro. This is 30 years after the Civil War. Jesus. And a few years before World War One. And this boom happened because uh, a lot of the Confederate soldiers, the, quote, boys in gray, unquote, um, they start dying off. Like, there's only a few left right. that actually fought in the Civil War. So, they use this to idolize these old fucks. and
0: to, like, make, remember their yeah, heritage. Yeah, their heritage. Their heritage. And this and all is that like, bullshit. see, this yeah. is your heritage. This is yeah. your
3: family line. We fought the good fight and all this shit. But they did, man. And... They did this by having after school programs for white southern kids and these programs would teach a whole new generation about how the south was good and fought the good fight. I promise you like that's I got to keep saying it because that's what they said and yeah. that's what's been drilled into their fucking heads. Right. And the southern state pride is what they fought for, making them learn certain songs and recite sayings that ingrained these beliefs in their minds for decades. And these same children that and ten of these after-school programs that the UDC had um, are the same people that oppress the people in the South for years, even into this day. Right. Like, they were the main people pressing against civil rights. The kids are in these classes, bro. Right. Like, so it's a, it's a generational thing. You know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah. mm. Mm. I hate these, I hate these bitches.
1: And mm-hmm. forgive Me my French.
3: And like, Drew looked up the website and apparently there's a damn black lady in the fucking Daughters Yeah, of I, I and, looked it up the, whoa, yesterday. Whoa,
1: whoa. Yeah. There's a fucking black lady in the, in, like, yeah. you got all these, you got you got like 12 to 15. Karens. Of these Karens <laughs> <laughs> standing in a row. <laughs> there's a couple Beckys in there, too. Uh, so you got babies. a couple Beckys. You got a Karen <laughs> right, right, and a couple right. Beckys. And... Uh, and then you have this black lady. One black lady. Okay,
4: well, let me question. How much milk is in that cup of coffee? How light is this? <laughs>
1: right, right, right. That's um, that
0: is
4: a good question. Um, they may have dosed her. <laughs> I mean, no, her skin. No, no her, her skin. skin, how much, skin uh, oh, actually, yeah,
1: yeah. actually, she's um, straight black. No, she's she's pretty light skin. Mulatto. So she's got a lot of she's very very light skin. Creamer in there. But that you know <laughs> no, honestly, yeah yeah. What well, I I it, and I'll say heavy cream. <laughs> heavy cream. Heavy cream. She had the heavy cream in there. Mm-hmm. Maybe okay. a little buttermilk. Uh, okay.
3: I see where you're going with this visual. Sure. Um, but yeah, that disturbed me a lot. Yeah. Uh, that there is a woman of color in the United Daughters of the Confederacy which is still around. It's still a fucking thing, yeah. mind you.
0: Guys. Very much still a thing. It's still
3: a thing and they still mm, they still have these same values. But after World War 1, the membership died down and they received less attention publicly, but that didn't stop their influence. Nope. So, the dreadful uh fucking mm, Mildred Rutherford she wrote guidelines for Southern textbooks in a pamphlet called The Measuring Rod. And it was it was written basically uh, to bar any subjects in history books that made the South look bad. Taking out the fact that the Civil War was about slavery, replacing that with the state's rights. Taking sure. out the fact that the South was wrong and treasonous and saying the South
0: had better Christian values and were just outnumbered and overwhelmed. Jesus Christ. <sighs> and that's very much a thing uh what was that? what's that textbook uh, company um, um, horton holden maybe something like that we've we've all seen a textbook written by this company yeah they started that fucking company
4: get out Well, who oh. the daughters of yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, bro. started this oh, publishing I'm, I'm, oh yeah. yeah oh i'm getting it's right, right into that bro
3: i'm getting I'm, let me let me get up in there one time go ahead get in uh, there <clears throat> yeah, yeah. let me get up in there slot up in it Uh So this pamphlet was enforced by a committee Uh of old Confederate generals and they forced libraries to face any other literature in the South that stated the facts about the Civil War and slavery. And what they would do, they would stamp unjust to the South on the front of the book Uh so Southerners would not read it. Uh Yeah, bro. Uh But the biggest influence, which I was just talking about, the biggest influence of this pamphlet was a textbook titled The History of Georgia. And it was written by E. Merton Coulter. I don't know the company name, but I'm sure this is the textbook you're all talking about. Um, or the brand of that textbook you're talking about. Yeah. Um, a Southern historian, uh, E. Merton Coulter was, which basically is a racist. Uh, yeah. Um, the This textbook Sorry. that basically praised the Confederacy and glorified racism and erased the truth of slavery was in school circulation in Georgia until the late 70s, bro. It's published in the 50s, early 50s, late 40s. And Lily pushed the idea of this is my heritage. Mm. The South was right. We can do no wrong. Slavery was fine. They were, they were chilling. They were barbecuing every day. And like they were fogging and Phil's. Yeah. Bro, they were kicking it with Massa. That's right. literally, bro. Like, like verbatim, there's a line out of one of these textbooks that said they would. Have cookouts and fog fills with their owners. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Yeah, bro. Yeah.
4: To Till the know. late 70s, bro. So that means our parents. Yeah, if, yeah if, straight up. If you are listening to this and you are from the state of Georgia, your parents probably read this bullshit. Right? Yeah, it was out there. Yeah, exactly. And Think so you wonder that. why the people that you went to school with, a racist <laughs> yeah, that exactly. you went to school with yeah. in the mid-2000s. Yeah, right. exactly. It's Y'all listen to 50 Cent, but this motherfucker's racist. Yeah, you exactly. know what I'm saying? Brad, it's fucking ridiculous. Uh, this is why.
3: As well. Mm. But also, out of this influence, they formed the Children of the Confederacy, which further pushed the rhetoric upon the youth and future generations. Mm. They would encourage these kids, like I said, to recite and call, and call in response of the, quote, truths from the book called a confederate catechism the children would compete and be rewarded for remembering the content of the book and this would create a viable base for racists to claim quote southern heritage as a proper defense until this day
1: right well number one i'll say i'm a huge horror movie buff and when you throw kids into it i get more freaked out Yeah, so really. they did this on a realistic measure, not on a movie yeah. picture. The The United Daughters of the Pharisee are, is one of
3: the worst organizations to ever be created. And they literally not only affected the textbooks and the knowledge that was gained in the South, they barred the true knowledge from even being here right. in the South for years, bro. And then when they, they thought that was losing some steam, they just took the kids and, like, forced them to fucking learn this, like mm-hmm. pretty much encouraged them to learn all this shit. Right. Verbatim.
4: Claim. Yeah. To claim Southern heritage as a proper defense to this day. Yeah. Right. I worked at um, a place. Yeah. In, there you, in, go. There you in, go. In a place. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> and um, me and this coworker who was from Tennessee, uh, you know, real nice guy. Um, but he just grew up in the South. Yeah. And we had this conversation um, during a shift, actually during numerous shifts, over this whole heritage and what the flag really meant. Um, And it probably, that conversation probably lasted, I don't know, over the span of two, three weeks before we finally agreed to disagree. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And um, but what two things that really stick out to me about um, what I'm saying is first he he had the luxury of saying his opinion out loud, yeah, yeah. And, and and that was okay. Yeah,
0: right. mm-hmm.
4: you know we could walk down a plumbing PVC aisle and he could say his opinion, right, yeah, and that would be Just, okay. Boom. If I but if I said my opinion. I had to talk yeah. a little bit lower yeah. like this. Oh, because because you're an
3: angry black, black man at that point. You, you, you're not about Southern Pride. Exactly. You're, you're getting hard, what I'm sad. saying.
4: Hey, exactly. I'm just louder than exactly. him. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah exactly. But even what I was saying was mm-hmm. not accepted at this place that I was at. Exactly. A few years later, uh, I get a message from this guy saying, I'm sorry. I was wrong. Cheers to him, bro. Good yeah, for know, right? Yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah. Awesome. yeah. And, and I wish there's still uh, space to grow, bro. That's
3: why, when absolutely. anybody like I know this cat from Georgia, bro, we always butt heads and shit like that. And like, we're still homies. You feel me? Like, because for me, I, I want to understand your point of view, right? See my point of view. As long as you can do that. And he, do, he does that. It's like, cool. As long as you see that. So we're going to stop talking about this shit. Right. Let's watch sports. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's watch the game, player. You know what I mean? Let's go in. Yeah. One day you'll learn. Yeah. And I've already accepted your ignorant view. I know that. Right. To keep rocking. Right. Like. Right. Keep and, rocking.
4: And what I didn't want to do most of all, no matter if he agreed with me or not, was treat him any differently. Exactly. exactly. To show him that. Well, I mean, it's it's just a, a backhanded compliment, I yeah. guess. Or- well,
3: then it's kind of like you, like we're we're in that position, bro. Like to when we're talking to somebody that, um, like, if if we get so aggravated to where it's like, what the fuck are you? Shut the. You know, if we get there, it's like, see, that's you know, what so, I you and feel. That's, what I'm saying, and that's, yeah. I got right that's literally, multiple, literally, times. bro. And it's like that. That, that shit in, it infuriates me, bro. Like it's like, why can't you just listen to logic? This is real. I go through this shit every day. Yes. I see it in people's faces when I go to the store. I see it when I get out of my car. Like you know right. what I mean? Like because this that's is not
1: the logic they were taught.
3: Well, it's the truth that they have been not given. Right, they don't see the truth because right. they've not been taught the truth because of yeah. these fucking daughters of the Confederacy. Actually, and uh, and they built all the statues. By the way, they yeah. granted they granted yeah. all the statues to all these states and put it up so you can see it every day, so you can get reminded. Yeah, this shit wasn't of, put, this put up like up.
1: after the Civil War. This shit was no. put up by the daughters of Confederacy like to like just 19, shove that shit in 15, your fucking face like before
3: World War One. They put yeah. up all yeah. these statues so you can see it every day. Right. Yeah, so you can see it every day. Modern oppression. Yeah, bro, it's fucking crazy. Like what they did systematically to Southern whites is it should infuriate them. It should make them piss the fuck off that this happened to their culture. And right. they can't even, they can't even accept the truth of their own fuck up. So it makes my truth their fuck up. You know I mean like, you feel right. me? Like it's, right. it's this backwards ass yeah. fucking th- anyway.
0: And a thing to, in circles. to think about or remember <laughs> is that you have people in their fifties, sixties, seventies, you know, that, that's what they were taught as children. These are facts to them. You can't teach them anything else. Exactly, These are facts, bro. Yes, nice. something that you're taught as a child is very deeply ingrained in you Absolutely. as a person, right? So if if anyone, most as an adult, young. as an older adult, you know, like past their forties, that's gonna they're just gonna shut that off. Like yep. it, like you bring something to them that they were taught as a child, mm. say, that was wrong when you were 6 to 18. <laughs> <laughs> that was all wrong. Mm-hmm. I, there's a lot of people that cannot accept that. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. But that yeah. isn't an excuse.
1: It's, it's not. not excuse. I totally agree with you. you, got, you yeah, it's a, not an excuse, you you but it is gap. something
0: to be able to... Uh, trying to understand and, and, and cope with that or whatever. Just exactly like your, your coworker. You know what I mean? And the fact that he came back and said, I was wrong. I'm sorry. Right. That's fucking amazing. That's respect. Cause right you rarely get that. Right. I was shocked. You know? uh,
4: I don't but, even but, think yeah. I responded to that. It's just like <laughs> word, bro. Yeah,
0: yeah. I know true.
3: you, I know your journey. <laughs> right. I, I respect you from a distance. Yeah. You got it, bro. Right. Now you can keep going. Well, um, man, like Kev, Thank you for coming out, man. man I appreciate like, being y'all here. Me. Yes, you you nice being here. Yes, man. Thank you so much for being here. This was for real. Like, you know, thank you for being a part of the process and making for it sure. lighter on us to talk about this shit. It's, <laughs> it's, it's deep, man. And um, for the listeners out there, we love y'all. Sorry that <laughs> we gave that heavy today. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, these facts got to be heard. You know what I'm saying? It's entertainment business. You know what I'm saying? We out here doing it. Uh, yep. doing it for y'all because we love y'all. I want y'all to be informed and these facts. Um, again, photos by Worm. Check the homie out. He's a he's a killer with the camera man, and uh, I think he's about to take our photo. Maybe oh. who knows? If we ask him I nicely, I think he will. Something, something, <laughs> <Right. Right. laughs> <said>, sure. <laughs> um, you gonna yeah. see some
1: tracksuit shorties?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Big facts. Well, uh, I'm Justin Hammonds, and I'm saying love, live life, cause it's worth living, y'all.
1: And I'm Drew Shellnut, and I'm saying be kind, uh, fucking actually be kind. Mm -hmm. Like, people give a shit, people reciprocate to those things, but be kind, stay informed, and make a fucking difference. Grant Bramlett here.
0: (laughs) I never liked you. This is true facts. And honestly, I did. I haven't ever fucking liked you if you behave the way that people have behaved in the past and continue to behave that way. But I always have loved you. I sincerely have loved every person that's ever been on this planet. But please fucking try and understand how to love each other.
4: Please. And I'm Kevin Worm, and it's hard to follow up that. So, uh, <laughs> be great. <laughs>
3: Big facts, my Whoa. guy. <laughs> hey photos by Worm. Check my boy out. Uh, Friends, facts, and fiction podcast. We out. Thanks for
2: listening, and stay tuned for the next episode. Find us on Facebook and Instagram to stay up to date on everything Friends, Facts, and Fiction. Our Instagram handle is Friends underscore Facts underscore Fiction. As always, please reach out to us. You can send any of your questions, praise, and fact checking to Friends, Facts, Fiction at gmail.com. It's important to us to only propagate the truth, and we will correct any errors we may have made. This has been a production of Friends Facts and Fiction.